This is Social Life, the podcast from Social Communications. Social is a complete communications agency. From stakeholder engagement, political communications and PR, to marketing, creative and design, we have an award-winning reputation for getting results for a broad range of clients across both the public and private sectors, spanning housing, education, planning, infrastructure, technology, energy and more. I'm Seb Patrick and I'm your host for this series of podcasts in which we'll tell you a bit more about ourselves and the work we do, share some of our expertise and insight into the fields we operate in, as well as giving a spotlight to some of our clients and their own work and specialisms. And this is a special episode of Social Life as we've been out and about at the CIH Housing 2018 event at Manchester Central. The CIH event is the premier housing industry event of the year and we were there both to exhibit ourselves as a communications agency for the housing sector and also to support clients of ours who were themselves at the event. So now I'm going to take you out and about on the floor of the event, talking to some of Social's own team, as well as a couple of our valued client partners. So I'm here with Katie, Manchester Director at Social Comms. People may remember from our last podcast episode. Um, we're here in the middle of the floor at CIH Housing 2018. Um, what are we doing here? So this this week uh, we've been actually exhibiting for the first time in our five-year history. Um, we've got a small stand kind of towards the conference hall area and the reason for that is because uh, we work with so many um, housing providers and their suppliers, so contractors um, and law firms that are involved in the housing world. So we've been here for four years just kind of supporting them um, and looking after their social media and introducing them to our contacts um, and just kind of getting a general picture of the housing world as it stands and the challenges that they're facing and some of the kind of key things that are coming out of it, like how do we change things, how do we make a difference. Um, But this year we thought, well, because we'd done all that for the last four years, that we'd have our own stand to promote our own services. Um, So this year... Uh, we're in uh, stand G19 um, with social communications and it's talking about our um, whole range of services that we offer. So from PR, marketing, design, web design, social media and particularly um, the social media side. Um, we've got a new service that we are bringing in quite soon, which is called Social Response. So that is in relation to um, social media out of our service. So if our clients have um, a lot of contact and customers that tweet them sort of beyond the nine to five we have a service now that will offer that up until 11 o'clock at night and um, from seven in the morning so it's a much wider um, length of time for people to be in touch Uh, we know that customers um, of housing providers are very keen on um, customer engagement Um, housing providers are providing much more opportunities for customers to get in touch almost 24 7 so why do we have to start with social media at five o'clock So the idea being that we've created social response and we can offer that service. So we're partly here to support our clients as we always do, give a good service and partly to promote our own services as well. So even though this is the first time that we've exhibited here, it's certainly not the first time that Social's been at CIH. Um, what kind of things have we done in the past and what kind of things do we generally do supporting clients here? Yeah, so for the first, uh, so two years ago, we were here supporting our, one of our main housing clients, Places for People. Um, they had a huge stand in the middle of the exhibition where we're sort of standing now, pretty much in the same spot. Um, and we programmed pretty much 24 hours of content for them that rolled throughout the whole programme on a huge TV screen showing the length and breadth of the kind of services that they offer 
um, we actually organised um, the Places for People leisure team to come and do a Zumba class on the stage so with loud music so that drew quite a crowd um, one year we did um, some work with them on um, social media um, with comedians and a bit of an event going on lots of drinks happening as you can imagine at these networking events um, and yeah we just supported them with their so- social media and um, introducing them to media and press as well uh, we also work with United Living um, so a contractor they work across the UK so for them when they first merged uh, three years ago to become United Living they were unknown as that brand so we provided them with the whole stand design which we work with a company on um, we helped with the, the style of that the, with the branding with all the materials that's required for that um, all the PR ahead of that before they came on their stand uh, at CIH so they were fully prepared and um, we came up with the idea of the future of housing which we use 3D printers so we had 3D printers printing off um, little houses each day which we gave away to people as little prizes um, and that won them the best use of technology um, in 2016. Preparation's key so it's knowing who's here, who the audience what they're doing, what they're speaking about, what their interests are. So we prepare all that in advance, but then we also will support the people while they're here. So very much about kind of understand, helping them perhaps with presentations or with their speeches, um, being here, you know, kind of making introductions because obviously we know quite a few people in the housing sector um, and introducing others to that sector as well. Um, and then generally supporting them when they've done that, uh, when they're in the middle of that speech or whatever with social media. And just making their presence aware that they are actually here. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we do. What do you think, as well as actually you're exhibiting and, and supporting clients exhibiting? What can can we at social learn from events like this? What what, what else can we get out of out coming to events like this in terms of the the industry and kind of understanding of the industry and that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Understanding the industry a bit more, understanding sort of the key factors that are involved currently at the moment. So be it like tackling homelessness or is it about building more new homes of course it is it's always about that but what else you know is on top of those layers and actually for us it's about new business as well so we can sort of have a stand here show what we can do know that we understand the sector and that we work in know that we've got these contacts in the media and also in other areas as well and really push that to help win our new business and what do you think is um a point of difference with what we offer in terms of support at events like this. So we, um, so we don't, we don't just do social media or PR. Um, we have a whole range of people within our team that can look at marketing, um, design, help with the website. So we've got a, because we've got a full service as a communications agency, we can offer that difference to to um, you know, the people that are here today, but with an understanding of the sector and the understanding of the challenges that they face as well. Ben Lowndes, welcome to Social Life for the first time. Hi Seb. Uh, you are director at our Southwest office and you have travelled all the way up to lovely sunny Manchester this week for CIH. What's been the sort of prevailing theme of, of the event this year and, and, and the kind of talking points here? Well, um, so I've been to a few of the workshops and there's lots of talk about collaboration um, and that means different things to different people but you know the importance of actually working together to solve some quite, quite knotty problems really and talk about innovation as well and just how those two things sort of feed into the, the, the delivery question and the big challenge that we've got about having to hit 300,000 homes a year in the, in the next few years time which is, which is a huge jump 
it's a huge jump for the sector and um, will require a really quite different approach and a different way of thinking in order to do it. So those have been two of the themes that I've picked up just sort of walking about and listening to people today. And how have you sort of got an indication of uh, ways in which, in which we will be doing that? Uh, yeah, so um, different methods of delivery is one of the things that people are talking about. So um, organisations that we're working with, um, lo- local homes, Accord, um, they are talking about off-site manufacture and they've got uh, you know, uh, big ambitions to deliver more of that. Um, data is on the agenda and the extent to which you use data in a smart way to help glean more insight about your tenants and how that can shape your services. We've had, we've had um, another client, Devonshire's, talk about that in a workshop today. So so it's those sort of things really. How do you, um, how, how do you sort of use information and methods of delivery to do things better more quickly? And how do you think social is well placed to support clients of ours in, in this sector with, with those challenges? Well, we understand the sector firstly. I think, um, I mean, from my experience, I've worked in and with the sector for well over a decade now. So um, it's just interesting to see how that conversation has evolved over the years. Um, But we also have a sort of outside view looking in on the sector as well. So I think we can can sort of take the messages and the approaches that they do and make it relatable uh, to people. So it's that combination of understanding the sector and taking a human approach to it. So I've only been here for one day today. I just came up from Bristol last night, and um, I'm really, uh, I'm really glad to have made the trip. I've been able to catch up with some people that I haven't seen for a while, and um, you know, re-establish some, some, some relationships. I'm here now with Jason Powell from Accord Housing. Um, Jason, what brings Accord to CIH? Um, well, we've been coming to CIH now for seven years, and um, initially when we first came, it was as a housing association um, and to network with other um, housing associations, but uh, now it's uh, to, to bring our brand, Local Homes, which is our off-site manufacturing uh, facility, um, which we've been in, in operation now for eight years. So we've um, initially set it up to deliver our own, own affordable housing programme, uh, because we just couldn't find the quality of home that we wanted and with uh, the decrease in, in skills on site and the poor quality and rising costs we wanted to build better homes so we decided if you can't buy it then we'll do it ourselves. So here we are um, and our customers uh, come and see us and it's a, it's a good chance for us to engage with our existing customers, meet new customers uh, and tell people about the, you know, the journey that we've, we've been on as an organisation. This year we've seen a lot of new entrants. Obviously off-site manufacturing is a, a bit of a buzzword at the moment and I think people have seen an opportunity to, to, uh, to get into that market because there's such a, uh, a massive need for, for houses to be built quickly. So today and uh, yesterday we've seen probably three or four volumetric uh, um, off-site manufacturing systems. Um, we're not volumetric, we're, we're a panelised, closed panel system. Um, so, you know, it's been interesting to look at the new products and how they're emerging, but um, one thing I would say is uh, to be cautious and do your research. 
into if you're going to um, adopt off-site manufacturing because <clears throat> with uh, with new products there's always the, the risk that um, you know it could go wrong so when you when you go with any any new product it's you know to identify organizations that are tried and tested that have proved that they can deliver um, and they're going to be around because the last thing you want is to buy something and then the organization's not around in two or three years and you've got a product that you're going to own for maybe 50 or 60 or 70 years. Nathan Mills is Chief Marketing Officer at Social. Uh, Nathan, generally the event support that we offer, events like this for our clients, is, is thought of as the, the kind of the province of the PR team um, in terms of the being on the ground floor at the event day to day, helping them run that. But there's more to it than that, isn't there? And I think there's, there's an element where marketing would come into it um, that doesn't just begin and end at the event itself. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I think, you know, obviously social communications is, you know, perhaps not unique, but it's certainly very different in the way our approach with complete communications. And that means that we work seamlessly with all of the teams. So marketing works very closely with uh, the PR team, with also public affairs team. But I think importantly as well, as too many clients and too many agencies approach events as the real focus is actually on the day, you know, the at, as I kind of call it. I think it's absolutely critical as marketeers to kind of put on that, uh, that kind of campaign head and that kind of campaign approach for events so you know plan out as far out as you can or need to in the way of that kind of preparation and treat it like a marketing campaign so have a clear view of you know before you even decide to go for to an event whether it's you know if you have an influence on your clients then it's almost kind of politely challenging and working with them to get them to understand and you know why they're attending that event if they've not made that decision already or if they've asked that they want to perhaps produce an event or if they want us to develop an event for them so it's again looking at it like a campaign looking at what the objectives are what the plans are you know what the budget allocation is uh, and then putting it together really like a, any other marketing campaign so it's looking at what of the the lead time is what the build-up to that is you know so the the pre part uh, you know what the planning is who is doing what the roles responsibilities to really kind of maximize that event on the actual at on the actual days so you know being clear about who the audience is the engagement and almost having a kind of a, for one of, of a better word, having like a contact strategy uh, rather than just saying, okay, we're going to send out a few emails and invites or maybe some mailed invites and hoping that people will turn up. You, it's not as easy as that anymore. You have to really fight for people's time and you have to make sure that you've got a plan in place to make sure you are maximizing the attendees and, and have a clear view of what success looks like in the way of attendees at an event. If it's an event that you are you know, wanting people seated at and coming to rather than just passing, passing trade, then you need to have a view of you know, what, what success looks like in numbers. You know, and work for at least kind of a 50% dropout, potentially, you know, worst case, of people who say they're coming but don't actually don't turn up on the day. And that can vary across different sectors and across different target audiences. But I think it's, it's important to make sure that, you know, you've got that engagement, you've got that front of mind, it's booked in people's calendars. So we, we use some nice, simple little tools like booking in, you know, on, on, a, on a landing page, so building bespoke landing pages, registration pages, uh, you know, connecting from direct 
like from emails or from from mail based uh, direct mail invites you know that's populating the event straight into someone's outlook calendar so there's you know it keeps it front of mind it's actually in there not just not 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 on an email buried somewhere else that they've said yes to um, and I think it's, you know, I say it's important that to get that kind of have a plan in place leading up to an event to make sure that there is a, you know, there is a, a kind of a confirmation that they're attending. And whether that's, whether that's a, you know, another email or whether we, there is a capacity or an ability to do calls directly with those people to ensure that they're attending. And that's for kind of obviously seated events. But if it's just an event and exhibiting at an event, it's making sure that we've got, you know, is there access to the database of the attendees or the registrations? Can we do an email? Can we get exposure on um, any communications that that event uh, organizer is sending out? You know, making sure that we can really maximize as much of our exposure to build that awareness that we're going to be attending this event using, you know, our own database to actually kind of invite them to the event, you know, developing our own comms and our raw materials all that for our clients as well and how does that carry across then when you're actually at the event I think that at the event it's having a clear view of you know almost having a bit of a, a briefing with with the teams you know and actually working with our clients as to you know what support they need from us how we can help them out on the days and you know we'll often attend events with our clients you know uh, as our agency or as their partner and uh, give them that level of support making sure that they've got all the right materials collateral and uh, you know kind of that just general kind of support in uh, in capturing kind of interest and awareness uh, with whether if it's for lead generation uh, you know capturing people's details and I think then post event which we should have always plans for pre-event I think there's too many people kind of you know get to the end of an event and go great that was a really good two days or a really good really good day there and actually like oh what should we do next and by that time it's almost too late you know to actually do anything because you need to be really reactive and really kind of ready to to kind of um you know kind of follow up on what you've done because at the end of the day there's a lot of effort and time and money goes into any type of event uh there it's not good enough just to say yeah we turned up we did a really good show the stand looked great or people there's lots of kind of positive feedback uh, it's like what did it generate what did it achieve so i think pre-planning pre-event for the post event and for the follow-up uh, is just as important, uh, if not more so. And so what kind of role do social communications play in that? So it's like what comms are going out, having emails ready, and they don't have to be fully written and designed and developed, but they have to be started or at least scheduled and planned in. And then you can actually add in a little bit of personalization about you know, what was great about the event, maybe capture a few bits of information, capture a podcast perhaps, or perhaps capture a little bit of video footage that you can actually include in that, in that email or as an attachment to a, a bit of a kind of an event roundup that we can do, you know, on behalf of our clients. So, you know, we'll do a lot of things like landing pages post-event. Uh, we'll do emails post-event uh, and actually use those as a, as a follow-up sales uh, sales channel and that can be you know linked in with client sales teams so that they know when exactly when those emails are going out they've got all of the data and they're able to follow up on that email to try and maximize that as a sales lead opportunity so I think you know wrapping it up as a you know as a kind of a summary I think you know it's, it's absolutely critical not just to kind of you know focus on the at for events it's really to look at it as the, the whole kind of campaign or pre-app post uh, and really get as much uh, value and much return out of an event as as possible 
So we're now here standing on the stand for our client United Living at CIH. Uh, Mark Coleman, you are account manager at Social Communications <laughs> and you work with United Living for In, us. Indeed. Um, yes, so we've been working with, well, uh, me personally, I've been working with United Living since I started at Social Communications. Um, coming up to three years ago, um, United Living were formed in April 2015 from um, a, a merger and they are effectively a new um, construction contractor working predominantly in the um, social housing um, field across the UK um, with various clients up and down the country and um, it's uh, they're a pleasure to work with and I'm not just saying that because I'm stood here next to Sarah Root as the head of marketing and communications um, but they are an absolute pleasure to work with and um, they've got a really um, interesting and unique brand in terms of um, a building contractor and um, we we work with them to, to support the promotion of that brand and also to um, in, in terms of PR to get the, the right messages out there for United Living so Sarah, Mark did a very nice job of teeing you up there. Thank you, Mark. Um, uh, what do you, what, what's your aim as, as United Living by being here at CIH? What, what, what do you get out of exhibiting here? Um, for, for us, exhibiting here, we get to meet our clients, and we get to meet residents, customers. It's a really important event for us. It's the biggest event in Europe for housing, and it's imperative we're here. And um, Mark at Social Communications helps us with the stand design, the brand, the look, the feel, and is a real support for us while we're here for the three days. What sort of things then um, do, have you done and do you do on, on the stand? This year's stand, we've got quite a relaxed feel because the housing event's very busy, so we want to create a space where people can come along and relax. We've got some smoothies on offer, so they've been really um, popular with everybody. And it's just about our people, United Living and the people, because that's what makes us unique, I think, as a business. Um, so people can come along, chat to the teams here. We've got people from across the business and um, get to know us as a company. So in terms of the support that we give to United Within um, whilst they've been on the stand here at uh, CIH Conferences Week in Manchester um, we've worked with United Within to um, to announce their year-end financial results for um, 2017 to 2018 so that was announced on the morning of the conference opening on the Tuesday morning um, we gave an exclusive interview to um, Construction News um, with the Chief Executive Ian Burnett um, and then we sent the, um, the press release that we drafted in partnership with United Living out wider um, to various contacts that we have in the construction and housing area basically. For us having the team at social communication supporting us generally in events like this has been so important and we don't see them as a PR company we see them as an extended part of our United Living team. So that's about it for our taster of the CIH Housing 2018 event. I hope this has given you a bit of an insight into what the event means for the housing industry and what an agency like Social can do to support clients at events like it. Our thanks go to Katie, Ben, Nathan and Mark from the Social team, along with Jason Powell from Accord and Sarah Roots from United Living for joining us on this episode. And thank you for listening. You can find more episodes of Social Life on our website, social-communications.co.uk, as well as on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And if you're enjoying the show, please do leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. We'll be back next time with a look at another area of Social's complete communications offering. So until then, goodbye. Goodbye.